1: Good evening, everyone. For this Wednesday, February 21st, 2024, I'm Emma Johnson.
2: And I'm Samantha Riddle. Coming up this evening on New Center 88, jury selection begins for trial of rust armor in fatal 2021 shooting by Alec Baldwin. All on your daily source for Marshall Broadcast News. Julia McAndrews will be in with the Metro Huntington weather forecast. And Ben Anderson will be in with the FM 88 sports report. The current temperature outside is a bright and sunny 65 degrees.
1: And now on to our top story. Boeing says the head of its 737 jetliner program is leaving the company immediately, paving the way for the aircraft maker to appoint new leadership at the troubled division. Ed Clark has been with Boeing for 18 years now. Boeing said today that Katie Ringgold will succeed him as vice president and general manager of the 737 program and the company's Retton, Washington site. The shakeup comes weeks after excuse me, weeks after the head of the Federal Aviation Administration said that Boeing under pressure from airlines to produce large number of planes and is not paying enough attention to safety.
2: Chinese police Are investigating an unauthorized and highly unusual online dump of documents from private security contractor linked to China's top policing agency and other parts of the government. It is a trove that reveals and catalogs apparent hacking activity and tools to spy on both Chinese and foreigners, along with the apparent targets of tools provided by the impact company. I soon are ethnicities and distance in parts of China that have, been, that have seen significant anti-government protesting like Hong Kong, the dump of the s- scores of documents late last week and subsequent investigation were confirmed by two employees of iSoon, which has ties to the powerful ministry and public s- security.
1: A private U.S. lunar lander is in orbit around the moon a day before it will attempt to land on the surface. Intuitive Machines spacecraft launched last week and reached the moon today. On Thursday, flight controllers in Houston will attempt a landing. A smooth touchdown would return to the excuse me, a smooth touchdown would return the U.S. to lunar surface for the first time since NASA astronauts closed out the Apollo program in 1972. If successful, it would also become the first private outfit to ace a moon landing. Other U.S. companies tried to last month, but it never got to the moon because of a fuel leak.
2: For as long as schools have policed hairstyles as part of their dress code, some students have seen the rules as attempts to deny their cultural and religious identities. To school administrators, strict dress codes can be tools for promoting uniformity and discipline. In recent years, schools have faced pressure to reconsider their policies. Nowhere have school school rules on their hair been a bigger flashpoint than in texas a trial this week is set to determine whether school administrators can continue punishing a black teenager for refusing to cut his hair the student daryl george wears his hair in locks tried tied attempt his head
1: prosecutors are pursuing accountability in the 2021 death of a cinematographer who was shot by actor alec baldwin during a rehearsal for the western movie rust Jury selection began today in the trial for weapons supervisor Hannah Reed in Santa Fe. Her attorneys argue she isn't to blame for the death of Helena Hutchins, and prosecutors, however, say Reed unwittingly introduced live ammunition to the set in a series of negligent actions. The evidence and testimony have implications for Baldwin, who was charged in a separate case with involuntary manslaughter, and no trial date has been set for Baldwin.
2: Coming up, Wheeling University president suspended with pay, no reason given. That and more news from across the tri-state when NewsCenter 88 returns right after this.
3: Timmy, don't forget to brush your teeth before you go to school.
0: No, Mom, I don't have time to brush my teeth. Timmy, if you don't brush your teeth, they'll rot! No, no.
2: Little did Timmy know, that would be remembered as the worst day of his life. After not brushing his teeth, he walked outside, and a car drove through a puddle, splashing Timmy, getting him soaking wet. Oh, no! After walking to school drenched, Timmy got the news that he was failing all his classes, and then was kicked off the rugby team. Oh, man. On his way home after school, a gust of wind blew Timmy's hat into the street, and when he went to get it, he was struck by a vehicle. No! Now sporting a full body cast, Timmy's girlfriend Jill dumped him
0: oh, man.
2: because it's not cool to go to prom with a mummy. Did you know that thousands of Americans suffer from cavities every year? <gasps> Remember
3: to brush your teeth after every meal. Who knows what it could prevent? This announcement brought to you by your friends at WMUL.
1: Welcome back to News Center 88, Voted Best Spot News reporting by the Virginia's Associated Press. I'm Emma Johnson.
2: And I'm Samantha Riddle. The Supreme Court's conservative majority appears skeptical of the federal government's argument that the Environmental Protection Agency should be allowed to continue enforcing its anti-air pollution rule in 11 states. The government made its arguments today before the court. The good neighbor rule is intended to restrict... Smokestack emissions from power plants and other industrial sources that burden downwind areas with smog-causing pollution. The three product, the three energy-producing states—Ohio, Indiana, and West Virginia—challenged the rule along with the steel industry and other groups. They called it costly and ineffective. The rule is on hold in in a dozen states because. Of separate legal challenges, supporters said the rule protects downwind states from receiving unwanted pollution. Marshall
1: University students are trying every way possible to cope with the busiest week of the semester. As Jada Mills reports, midterm week has students cramming and studying while also finding time to relieve the stress. Midterm week is one of the biggest weeks for students this spring semester, and every student has different study habits in order to make this midterm easier for them. Prepping for this week in advance with peers has been popular amongst Marshall students.
0: One of the biggest ways I've been coping throughout midterms is just talking to like my fellow students in my classes. Um, Being able to study with them, knowing that they're in the same boat as me, and they also have this understanding of midterms are super important and we want to do well on them. Being able to have that connection with people, especially people my age and in the same studies as me, has really helped me understand that I'm not alone.
1: Having a fun way to distress throughout the week while enjoying the company of friends has been an important tactic to make this week more enjoyable for students. Getting outside while the weather is nice has also been a good way to take a load off. Definitely going out for a walk, like in the weather that we have right now, it's decently warm. Um, Also having a hobby, like I really like to crochet, so that really helps me. Um, So if you have a hobby, you know, just make time for that as well. Keeping one's mental health in check and taking time for yourself to relax is also very important throughout this busy midterms week. For News Center 88, I'm Jada Mills. Thanks Jada. Marshall continu- excuse me, Marshall's Counseling Center says it's especially important to practice balance during midterms week because students will experience the same struggles during finals.
2: A private West Virginia University that has struggled financially said it has suspended its president with pay. News outlets reported the Wheeling University Board of Trustees announced in an email yesterday that President Guinea Favid was relieved of all duties. The statement gave no reason for the suspension and a school spokesperson told the Intelliger Wheeling News Register that further details about it would not immediately be released. Favid became the school's 13th president when she was named to the position in 2019 amid financial difficulties. Officials said Diana Virgo was named interim chief operations officer and will work with trustees on a plan to move forward.
1: Ohio's Republican lawmakers are far from coasting through this election season, despite power in both chambers of the state legislature. Next month's primaries will likely be used to wage a bitter power battle within their own party that could determine just how red the state runs. Democrats are deciding a few contested primaries themselves, but current statehouse maps make it all but impossible for them to gain majority in 2024. All 99 seats in the Ohio House are up for grabs this year, as are 16 of the 33 seats in the Senate. Both chambers currently hold Republicans to majorities. You have a CD for any mood. Coming You've got next, everything from rainy day jazz to...
2: Coming up next, Justice Department Louisville Negotiation Federal Settlement on City's pol- uh, Policing Practices. That and more news from around the nation New Center 88 returns. Stay with us.
0: G'day, Mikes. My name is Dango Mick. And I've come all the way from Australia in search of a creature that's spelled W-M-U-L. I guess it's a woman. It's known only to exist on the Marshall campus. And its boy has been known to induce a dependency on a wide variety of music that only it can supply. Crocky! There it is now. And it's attacking another radio station. Oh, but don't worry, kiddies. It'll be alright. It's only nature. Are you training for a marathon or something? I heard if you
3: lose lots of weight, you can prevent diabetes.
0: Get real. You don't have to knock yourself out to prevent diabetes. Take small steps. Talk to your health care provider. Losing a small amount of weight by being active 30 minutes five days a week and eating healthier can prevent diabetes. For more information, call 1-800-438-5383 and ask for Get Real, a message from the Department of Health and Human Services National Diabetes Education Program. The worldwide leader of Marshall University sports coverage.
3: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the fifth oldest stadium in college football, Nippert Stadium. Buckeye Field, Columbus, Ohio. Thundering herd and the 24th ranked Ohio State Buckeyes. Here in Raleigh, North Carolina, at Coke Field at Dale Park. At the UK Soccer Complex in the heart of Bluegrass Country, Lexington, Kentucky.
0: Welcome back to Houston, Texas, the site of the 2008 Conference USA Softball Tournament. WMUL FM Huntington. Okay.
1: Welcome back to News Center 88, voted best radio news reporting by the Society of Professional Journalists Mark of Excellence Awards. I'm Emma Johnson,
2: and I'm Samantha Riddle. Gay rights advocates are pushing back against a measure to broaden Kentucky's religious freedom law. The bills say they say the bill will undermine community level fairness ordinances meant to protect LGBTQ plus people from discrimination the measure won approval from a House committee today but some supporters signaled a willingness to make changes to the bill as it advances to the house Republican Steve Rawlings says this says his bill would give people a quote fair day in court unquote if their rights to exercise their religious beliefs are infringed by any government action opposed Opponents say the bill risks unlevishing lawsuits against Kentucky cities and counties with fairness ordinances.
1: The Ford Motor Company and the United Auto Workers Union have reached a tentative agreement on a local contract at the company's most profitable factory, adverting a threat of a strike. The union said last week that nearly 9,000 workers at the Kentucky truck plant in Louisville would walk picket lines starting Friday if the contract dispute was not resolved. But the UAW said in a statement today that a deal had been reached, ending the strike threat. Workers still have to vote on the contract agreements excuse me the agreement addresses health and safety issues economics ford's efforts to reduce the number of skilled trade workers and other issues the union said the plant makes heavy duty f series pickup trucks and the ford excursion and lincoln navigator large suvs all hugely profitable vehicles
2: The Southern Baptist Convention's top administrative body has outed four congregations. One church violated SBC policy by having a woman as senior minister. Two others were accused of going against the denomination's sexual abuse policy, and another was removed for its lack of financial participation. The SBC's executive committee announced the decision after a closed-door session at the end of its two-day meeting in Nashville. These are the latest in a series of expulsions in recent years. The churches located in Kentucky, North Carolina, and South Carolina have the right to appeal to the full annual meeting of the Southern Baptist Convention in June in Indianapolis.
1: The US Department of Justice has started negotiations on a settlement with the city of Louisville. They're working on consent, excuse me, a consent deal after federal officials released a report last year detailing a pattern of racial discrimination by Louisville's police force. The Department of Justice multi-year federal investigation was prompted by the fatal police shooting of Brianna Taylor and the threat, excuse me, and the threatment of protesters. Louisville City officials met with the Justice Department officials yesterday morning and received the first draft of a consent deal. Excuse me, The DOJ reported report released in March said Louisville Police Department, quote, discriminates against black people in its enforcement activities, unquote.
2: A large Alabama hospital has paused. In vetro fertilization treatments as healthcare providers weigh the impact of state court ruling that frozen embryos are the legal equivalency of children. The University of Alabama at Birmingham said that in a statement Wednesday that its UAB Division of Reproductive Indograsy and Infertility has paused the treatments, quote, as it evaluates the Alabama Supreme Court's decision, unquote, the ruling by the all-Republican Alabama Supreme Court prompt a wave of concern about the future of IVF treatments in the state.
1: Coming up next, the White House wades into debate on open versus closed artificial intelligence systems. Your daily political update when News Center 88 returns right after this.
2: Hey, man, you dropped something.
0: That's okay. It's just trash anyway.
2: Actually, it's not okay. It's littering. You should pick it up and throw it away. It would be even better to recycle it. What
0: are some other ways I can help out on campus? Try picking up litter around campus, recycling soda cans, plastic bottles, and paper at the designated bins around campus, taking shorter showers to save water, or walk, ride a bike, or even carpool to cut back on air pollution. Thanks, man. I appreciate it.
1: Think green and be Marshall green. Brought to you by your friends at the eco-friendly WMUL 88.1 FM.
0: Wondering what to do on a dull day? Well, I got
3: kinda tired of hearing that same old music M.U.L.'s got real variety From jazz and blues to rock and progressive 88.1's the place
0: to be I'm at W.M.U.L. Marshall University
1: Welcome back to News Center 88. I'm Emma Johnson.
2: And I'm Samantha Riddle. President Joe Biden says his administration is automatically canceling federal student loans for nearly 153,000 borrowers. He's putting the spotlight on his debt collection efforts as he ramps up his re-election campaign. The, amounts, the announcement came to date during a three-day campaign swing through California is part of a new repayment plan that offers a faster path to forgiveness, Biden is expected to speak about it from a local library. The cancellations were originally scheduled to start in July, but last month the administration said it would be ready almost six months ahead of schedule in February.
1: Joe Biden's brother has told lawmakers that the president, quote, never had any involvement, unquote, in the family's business dealings. The statement came from James Biden as he appeared for a voluntary private interview today on Capitol Hill as part of a House Republican's impeachment inquiry. It's the latest in a series of interviews that GOP lawmakers have conducted recently as they try to rebuild momentum for an impeachment process surrounding the Biden family's overseas finances. The investigation faced a major blow last week. An FBI informant who had claimed there was a multi-million dollar bribery scheme involved the president, his son Hunter, and a Ukrainian energy company was charged with fabricating the story.
2: There have been no declarations that journalists are the, quote, enemy of the people, unquote, but there are signs that President Joe Biden's team is starting to... To more aggressively and publicly change how he is portrayed. Within the past two weeks, an administration aide sent an unusual letter to White House correspondents complaining about their coverage of special counsel's report on Biden's handling of classified documents. Separately, Biden's campaign team criticized how news media outlets spotlight concerns about the eighty-one-year-old's president the eighty-one-year-old president's fitness to hold office while giving compare Competitively, less attention to the comments that foe Donald Trump made about the protection of NATO allies.
1: President Joe Biden has signed an executive order and created a federal rule aimed at better securing the nation's ports from potential cyber attacks. Today, the administration is outlining a set of cybersecurity regulations that port operators must comply with across the country. Not unlikely standardized safety regulations that seek to prevent injury or damage to people and infrastructure. The new requirements are part of the federal government's focus on modernizing how critical infrastructure like power grids, ports, and pipelines are protected. They are increasingly managed and controlled online, but there is no set of nationwide standards that govern how operators should protect against potential attacks online.
2: The Biden administration is wading into a contentious debate about whether the most powerful artificial intelligence systems should be open source or closed. The White House said Wednesday it is seeking public comment on the risks and benefits of having an AI system's key components publicly available for anyone to use and modify. The inquiry is one piece of the Border Executive the broader executive order that President Joe Biden signed in October to manage the fast-evolving technology. Tech companies are divided on how open they make their AI models, with some emphasizing the dangers of widely accessible AI model components and others stressing the, that open science is important for research and startups.
1: And coming up, Julia McAndrews will have a complete look at your Metro Huntington weather forecast, and Ben Anderson will be in with the FM 88 Sports Report. Stay with us.
3: So there's this guy in your office and he just finished rehab, and you don't know how to act around him. Okay, here's a few tips. Don't call him a loser. Do call him Larry, unless his name is John, then call him John. Don't remove the glue
0: from the company envelopes, he's not gonna snip them. Do expect him to meet all his deadlines, and don't be surprised when
3: he does not oh hey, don't make fun of his addiction. You can, however, make fun of his eighties haircut. For more tips on how to support a recovering user, or if you'd like to become one,
0: call one 800 662 help I want my www.
1: I want mine, I want mine, M-U-L, 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 You're listening to the broadcast M-U-L, voice of Marshall University, M-U-L, WMUL, FM, M-U-L. Huntington.
0: Welcome back to NewsCenter 88. I'm Julia McAndrews, and now it's time for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently, outside the WMEL studios, it's a bright and sunny 65 degrees. Tonight, we'll dip down into the mid-40s with a slight chance of rain. Tomorrow will be windy with highs around 62 and a 60% chance of rain. Looking forward to this weekend, expect some more rain on Friday that will turn into snow early on Saturday morning. Now for Today in Weather History. On this day in 1971, tornadoes ravaged northeastern Louisiana and northern and central Mississippi, injuring 1600, 1,600 people and claiming 121 lives and caused $19 million in damages. Thank you to weatherforyou.com for that information. That does it for your Metro Huntington weather forecast. Currently outside the WMEO Studios, it's a sunny 65 degrees. For New Center 88, I'm Julie McAndrews.
1: Thanks, Julia. Now Ben Anderson joins us with the FM 88 Sports Report.
3: Thanks, Emma. There's been plenty of action that has happened lately with Marshall Athletics. Starting with Marshall Track and Field last night, Marshall Track and Field concluded competition at the Sunbelt Indoor Championships under first-year director Keith Roberts. The women's team would make his... (coughs) Excuse me. Finishing fourth with 61 points, which is the highest team total in program history for an indoor championship meet. The previous high was set at the 2021 Conference USA Indoor Championships, where the team finished sixth. 50 points leading the way for the thundering herd in day one was graduate student abby herring winning gold in the women's 5k singing a new sunbelt conference championship meet record and a new school record with a time of 60 minutes and 6.64 seconds day two would be led by Kylie maston winning gold in the women's mile winning in a photo finish with a time of four minutes and 54.80 seconds the men's program in the second season since returning finished seventh with 19 points Marshall track and field now prepares for the indoor season, which begins on March 14th in Charlotte, North Carolina, with the Charlotte 49er Classic. Then the 12-16, 7-7 Marshall men's basketball team aims to end a three-game losing streak tonight as it plays host to the 24-3, 11-3 James Madison Dukes. Marshall enters a contest ranked second in the Sunbelt Conference and assists per game at 15.7. Camden Kerfman sits atop the conference in three-pointers made with 75 and threes made per game at 2.78. Kerfman has also made 32.3% of his shots from behind the arc, which is the second best in the conference. James Madison enters tonight on a six-game winning streak and leads the Sun Belt Conference in assist to turnover ratio at 1.55 and assists per game at 16.7. The contest will be broadcast right here on the Cutting Edge Sports Radio Network with Ben Cowan and Jonathan Edwards on the call with pregame coverage turning at 6.30 with tip-off at 7. And then the 19-6, and 13-1 Marshall women's basketball team is also in action tonight. Following a 2 0 road trip last week as it travels to Strahan Arena in San Marcos, Texas to face off against the 13 and 14, 3 and 11 Texas State Bobcats. Marshall enters the contest seeking its sixth 21 season program history as the last time the herd reached 20 wins before the postseason was the 1990 91 season when Marshall was members of the Southern Conference. Marshall's third in the nation's steals per game at 13.2 in the conference, first and three point percentage at 33.8%, six point game at 15.9, and field goal percentage at 40. 2.8%. Kim Caldwell's squad also holds a two-game lead in the Sunbelt Conference standings. Texas State enters the contest leading the Sunbelt Conference to 3-point percentage defense, holding its opponents to 25.5% from behind the arc, while Marshall ranks on top of the conference again at 3-point percentage with 33.8%. This marks the second meeting between the two programs, as the first time was last season with Texas State winning at Huntington by a score of 64-60. to then, for softball on Friday, the 6-4 Thundering Herd will travel to Tuscan, Arizona for the 2024 University of Arizona Helen Brand Invitational. will be the first time since the 2008 season that the Thundering Herd will be playing games in the Grand Canyon State. Marshall will open the Drake on Friday, then will play the 23rd ranked Arizona Wildcats twice, as well as Central Michigan and the Indiana Hoosiers, which was led by former Marshall head coach, who also coached during Morgan Zirkle's tenure in playing career at Marshall, Rhonda Stanton. Then other sports news, men's basketball, big upset in college men's basketball. Steven Ashworth scoring night, 16 of his 20 points in the first half as Creighton built a double-digit lead. Number 15 Blue Jays knocked off the number one-ranked UConn Huskies, 85-66, for his first one over a number one-ranked team in program history. Creighton led by 23 points with 10 minutes left, but saw his lead cut to 10 before holding the Huskies scoreless on five straight possessions, rebuilding its cushion, and prompting students to leave their seats to prepare for this court storming. UConn had its 14-game winning streak in three days after it beat then number four ranked Marquette by 28 points for one of the most impressive victories of the season. And then top 25 games tonight, number 12, Illinois versus Penn State, number eight, Duke versus Miami, number 24, Florida versus number 13, Alabama, number 16, Dayton versus George Mason, DePaul versus number seven, Marquette, number 17, Kentucky versus LSU, number 22, Colorado State versus New Mexico, Two games in the Sun Belt Conference James Madison versus Marshall and Coastal Carolina versus Georgia State. And then in the top 25 for the women's, three games tonight. It'll be number 22 West Virginia taking on number 10 Kansas State, Texas Tech versus number 5 Texas, and Kansas versus number 24 Baylor. And then in the Sun Belt Conference, Marshall versus Texas State, Louisiana versus South Alabama, and Troy versus Arkansas State. Then lastly, in college football, the 12 team college football playoff is 10 months away from kicking off. The format is finally locked in. University presidents have unanimously approved one last week to increase the number of at-large bids from 6 to 7. The change reserves five spots for conference champions instead of six. The move is prompted by conference realignment and the demise of the Pac-12. The process of expanding the college football playoff from four to 12 teams began in 2019. The new system finally arrives during the upcoming 2024 season. The next two seasons are expected to be something of a test drive. This includes the FM88 Sports Sport. For FM88 Sports, I'm Ben Anderson.
1: Thanks, Ben. Coming up, George H. W. Bush's speedboat fetches four hundred thirty-five thousand dollars at a benefit auction. Stay with us to find out more right after this on News Center 88.
0: Not all superheroes wear capes Here at the Institute for Better Radio, we're always looking for ways to improve your listening experience on 88.1
2: WMUL. By using trained monkeys, we try out
1: new innovations here before bringing them to you, our listener. For instance, how does no commercial sound? Smashing! How about a wide music variety? Outstanding! Because we're not money-driven, we can bring you better radio here
2: on
0: 88.1 WMUL. Now, back to the lab.
2: And finally, today on new Center 88, former President George De- George H.W. Bush's speedboat has a new owner. The eighty, the thirty-eight foot fidelity, excuse me, fidelity V was auctioned off for four hundred and thirty-five thousand dollars during the Bo- George and Barbara Bush Foundation's 2024 presidential salute, benefiting the George H.W. Bush Presidential Library and Museum and the Bush School of Government and pol- public service at texas a&m university the speed boat sports a pre- presidential seal and the boats three engines with a combined 900 horsepower it can give up to 75 miles per hour and was used in the waters of Kennebunk, maine where the texas family has a summer retreat
1: and that does it for this edition of new center 88 Tune in tomorrow at 5 for the most complete news from Marshall University and the Tri-State area. And remember to check us out on the World Wide Web at marshall.edu WMUL. For Samantha Riddle, Jada Mills, Julia McAndrews, Ben Anderson, Peyton Sisko, and for the entire New Center 88 team, I'm Emma Johnson, and your thought of the day is, Blessed are the young, for they shall inherit the national debt. Herbert Hoover.